0: Good afternoon. Welcome to Business Buzz. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA. Glad you can spend a little bit of your busy day with me on Business Buzz. I try to keep you informed. It's been a very busy fall season for me, but I'm getting ready for a, another tax season. of CPAs. I'm having a feeling there's less CPAs than there used to be. I think it must probably be a it's probably an age related thing, but there's just quite a few that are retiring, uh, selling their practices, closing down and i'm I'm still in full swing. I'm getting to the point where I do have to do less. It's just honestly, it's just really hard to hire staff these days. It's a little harder to find uh, not easy, but Anyway, we have another tax season coming up. It'll be about my 34th tax season, 33 of those in the same location, 1208 mangrove. Very interesting, interesting season. But the holidays are approaching course, we're in the middle. We're between Thanksgiving and Christmas, so we're technically in the holiday season, and I always enjoy Christmas. Hopefully, it'll be good for business. My downtown clients seem to be doing pretty well this season so far. Of course, you never know until the actual Christmas time comes, but they seem to be doing okay. Just the economy in general, if you're familiar with Business Buzz, you know I have a, a bit of a pessimistic viewpoint about some things in the big picture. We'll see what happens. We'll see if I'm right. See if I was, I'd rather be overly cautious and pessimistic and be wrong than to be overly optimistic and not cautious and be wrong. I think that would be worse. I would prefer to be wrong on the pessimistic side as opposed to being wrong on the optimistic side. It was interesting today, the inflation numbers, overall they were down slightly for the month of November, mainly due to Energy, because the oil price has gone down, so energy and used car prices were lower. Food and everything, I'm not sure how well they're measuring it. I was shocked at the store the other day. I now see that the two things that struck me the most at the store just a day or two ago, I could not find a dozen eggs for less than $6.99. Of course, this wasn't at a discount supermarket, it was at a regular supermarket, but I could find no eggs under $6.99 per dozen. And my biggest shock, there's a certain brand of turkey meat in the refrigerated section that I really enjoy on sandwiches. It's called Naturals, and I believe it's from Oscar Mayer. I don't really like their regular turkey-sliced deli meat in the plastic boxes, but I do like the one called Naturals. One of the main supermarket chains does carry those, and they had three left of the flavor that I like, which is called oven-roasted turkey breast. I think it's actually really tasty on a sandwich, and it does taste like real meat. You know what i mean if you eat deli meat and bologna type things you know what i mean when i say some of them taste like real meat and these do getting to my point on this is i was shocked they were 849 per pack now remember keep in mind this pack i believe it's about four or five ounces It's four servings of 50 calories each. So the whole packet only has 200 calories. Of course, it's all protein because it's turkey meat. But $8.50 for 200 calories of food? It was a shock to me the last time. See, I don't buy that all the time because not all the stores carry it. The last time I bought it, was probably a couple of months ago but i know it was no more than 450 or $5 because i would have been shocked back then and i don't recall anything near 850 so my theory based on that math is that food prices are up at least 15% probably 20 when they say it's 10 or 12 What's really sad is that the real inflation of what matters, which is the rent, the living inflation, and the food inflation, are the two worst ones. And those are the ones that everybody has to deal with. In other words, you can have inflation in the luxury goods market and the brand new truck market. You can have inflation in all of those. You can have diamond jewelry go up at What's the name of that place in New York? Tiffany. You can have diamond jewelry go up at Tiffany, but who cares? It's food, energy, and rent that are really going to hurt the average person, and those are not abating. I mean, they can say the price of oil's down, but I doubt if it's going to stay down, and that's a whole other subject. Uh, This whole thing about sanctioning Russia was one of the dumbest things I've ever heard of. We'll see how that goes. Uh, I believe that you don't want to sanction the country with the most resources of any, and I believe they're going to have a lot of trouble in Europe because they're not getting all that reasonably priced energy. And anybody who talks about Ukraine, of course I'm with the Ukrainian people, But don't forget that the Ukrainian government was, quote, installed about eight years ago. It wasn't fairly elected or anything. And uh, things are not as they seem to be. I don't believe you can uh, believe everything you read. The other interesting story that I mentioned a week or two ago on Business Buzz is called FTX. The other advice for people who are interested in cryptocurrency. I think the main rule is you've got to get it off of what they call the exchanges. The guy running FTX, who's named Bankman Freed, first name Sam, he was scheduled to testify before Congress, I believe today. And yesterday, our Justice Department, indicted him so he couldn't testify. What I read about that was that prosecute, there are prosecutors who say about this that nothing could have been better for the prosecution if you truly wanted to prosecute this person. He was willing to go in front of, he's been talking to the press It's where the defense attorney would cringe. He's been talking to the press, saying how he made all these mistakes. Prosecutors say nothing could have been better than to have a day of him voluntarily speaking under oath to Congress, answering all of those questions. In other words, it was a prosecutor's dream to have that going on today. Our... And i say our because i don't lay claim to it myself personally but i guess we're subject to it if we believe if we believe everything we read our justice department grabbed him yesterday so that he could not testify today and what i read was that prosecutors were saying there would be nothing better than to get a day of testimony voluntarily under oath from this guy and then prosecute him the day after. But our, the wisdom of our Justice Department, and I use the term our very loosely, the wisdom of our Justice Department decided to not let him do that and to just grab him. Very Interesting. And another little thing about this case, his girlfriend was spotted in a Starbucks on the telephone about a week ago, and the speculation in the article I read about that was that she might have been turning him in. It's going to get very interesting with this FTX debacle. A lot of people lost a lot of money, and my whole point of this is that If you're into these cryptos, you better get your cryptos off of the exchange and into your own personal possession, sort of like possessing gold. Uh, If you don't hold it, you don't own it. And a lot of people lost a lot of paper money when that FTX went down, and there's a couple others that are tied to it that are now closed. I'm not totally up on it. I'm not a big crypto guy, as you know. It's my theory and it's Business Buzz's credo that the entire crypto world is one big scam. And part of the scam is to make sure that the younger generation doesn't buy physical gold and physical silver. That's part of the whole crypto idea. And in my opinion, that's probably one of the main thrusts of inventing this whole crypto thing we'll see how it all goes. I'm I'm not an expert and I don't claim to be. I just see what's going on and when people lose billions and billions of dollars due to a crypto exchange going under, which only happened about 3 or 4 weeks ago now. What a disaster. I just feel bad for the people who sent their real money in and they're getting back virtually nothing, basically air. So since a new tax season's coming up, after the break today, I'm going to, after the first break, I'm going to talk about some new tax law. Honestly, it's not big at all. It's just kind of a continuation. There's a few goodies that are expiring. I'll fill you in on those. There's a few things that are the same. I think the main thing about the new tax year coming up, the 2022 tax year, I think the main thing, number one, is for our local area, the fire money has already been declared not taxable for California, so that's a good saver for the fire victims that are receiving money. Not taxable for California. And... I'm trying to think of what else is really good news. Oh, that that was really good news. Other than that, I guess the good news is you're getting your fire money finally, which which definitely beats the alternative. I do know some people with complicated commercial property PG&E lawsuits that have not gotten any money yet, but I'm sure they will at some point. Very very complicated. This is Harold Littlejohn, CPA. Stay tuned to Business Buzz. I'll be right back. People we call the unchurched often have a very different view than we have. Yeah, man, I believe there's a God and a higher spirit, whatever you want to call it. You can have faith in anything you want. There are many different views on God out there. So we want to be the station where people can tune in and find some real truth presented in a relevant, respectful way. Did you know that about a third of our audience doesn't even go to any church at all? Well, thanks to your financial support of our ministries, we're able to be here with a message for everyone. People who go to church and people who don't. Tell your friends about Life Radio, KKXX, AM and FM. Glen County Transit Service asks that we take time to remember our troops overseas who can't be with their families as they stand to protect our country. Letters, cards, and care packages help to let them know that we're here and we care. Let's show our support through our prayers as we celebrate this upcoming holiday season. That's from the staff, operators, and families at Glen County Transit Service in Willows. Call 888-800-7433. That's 888-800-7433. For Glen County Transit Service, they're on the air because they care. Do you know there are many nations now that do not protect the right to life of innocent human beings? And that entire classes of human beings can now be killed. People who have not done anything wrong, but are simply seen as less than human. Human lives that need no longer continue. Listen Saturdays at 6 on KKXX. Welcome back to Business Buzz. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA, on a fine December afternoon. Getting ready for a new tax season. I'm very happy that you can spend part of your busy day with me. I try to inform, try to keep you up to date on some local news. I've got some of that coming up. I mean, local business just keeps plugging along. I do notice quite a few There's quite a few empty storefronts downtown, but some places stay pretty busy, but some look pretty empty. We'll talk about some local news in a little bit. I did want to cover the tax things that are new for the 2022 tax year filing that's coming up. So first I went to the IRS website, and it's really a short list this year. It's not like I was saying, it's not a giant overhaul of any sort. The first issue they mentioned on the What's New page is reporting rules for 1099, Form 1099-K. K is in kick, as if they're kicking you when you're down. That's how you remember the number of that form, the letter on that form. So the 1099-K... I think it was introduced around 10 or 11 years ago, if I remember right. It is. It started as the credit card companies that businesses run all their cards through. They send a notice to the IRS on a 1099-K of the gross income that your business ran through your credit card. That is something the IRS matches to make sure if your social security number is on that dollar amount, then you'd better have that amount in your tax return as a business income, or you're going to get one of those computer letters that say, hey, something didn't match up. Here's the new twist. For 2022, the threshold of who has to give you a 1099k went way, way down. Prior to 2022, I believe the cutoffs were, like for instance, if you're an eBay seller, I'll use that as an example because I'm, I'm an occasional eBay seller, not a regular. If you were an eBay seller in the old rules, you would get a 1099K if you had 20 transactions No, 200 transactions and or, I believe, $20,000 in gross income. So most people that just did an occasional sale on eBay of some stuff out of their closet wouldn't hit that threshold and they wouldn't get a form. The new rule is anywhere where you're getting money that adds up to over $600 in a full year, you're going to get a 1099 K. If you sold a thousand dollars worth of clothes out of your closet on eBay or Poshmark or somewhere like that during 2022, you're going to get a form in January and you have to list that on your tax return somewhere. If you're just selling old clothes from your closet, you're not in business. So where do you put it? Well, I haven't really looked into the regs or the rules that the IRS says on this, but I'm guessing that if I have a client that brings me one of those and they're not in business, but they just happen to sell some junk out of their closet, I'm going to put it on as other income, and I'm going to list it so the government sees that amount on the tax return. I might even put it on a business schedule and then zero that out. I'm not sure yet. Depends on what they recommend but you have to list it somewhere on your tax return. Now, this is another example of what I said all this past year, that there is no such thing as an easy return anymore. They dropped the whole 1040EZ and 1040A forms a couple years ago because there is no such thing as a simple return. This is just another layer of that that's going to make people that normally would have a real easy return. They're going to have to find out from someone who knows all this, and I don't even know it all yet because this stuff is all new this year. Nothing is easy anymore, and this is just another layer of mess they're putting everybody through. And I say they in quotes. Who are they? I'll let you be the judge. I think everybody, I think every one of us has their own they. I know who my they are. Do you know who your they are is? Is that grammatically correct? Any English teachers out there could probably correct me. Do you know who they, do you know who your they are is? I've never used four, I don't know if those are pronouns or not. I've never used four of those in a row, whatever those are. Next on the IRS's short list, some tax credits returned to 2019 levels. This means that affected, and I'm reading from the IRS.gov on this, this means that affected taxpayers will likely receive a significantly smaller refund compared with previous tax year. So here's the deal. For 20 and especially 21, they really jacked up the child credits, the child care credit uh, when you pay a babysitter when both spouses are working, or if you're single and you're working, child care credits became refundable. It was, it was really awesome. There was, that's a credit that forever and ever, it's just been one that sort of gets wasted a lot of times on some couples. But in 2021, I'm like, whoa, that thing's refundable. That's awesome. Well, I believe that is not anymore. At least it went down from twenty one hundred down for oh, so the dollar amount of the child care credit went back down to twenty one hundred from eight thousand in twenty one. there was just some shockers with all this COVID tax changes and COVID I put in quotes also. And if you've listened to Business Buzz at all, you know why. So COVID is in quotes. The other little goodie, there was a break for 20, I believe 20 and 21, where if you're not itemizing deductions, which a lot of people aren't since the tax law changed, you could still deduct some of your cash charitable contributions, cash and checks. In other words, not your Goodwill and Salvation Army goods, but your cash and check donations Married couples could deduct $600 and single people could deduct $300 even though they weren't itemizing. And I thought that was really good. That gives some incentive to people to do some charity work or some charity giving, knowing that if they have a tax break, they might give a couple hundred bucks where they might not give it if they don't have a tax break. It's just a, it's a mo- I think it's more of a psychological thing than a financial thing honestly, I really liked that deduction. Well, it ended at the start of 22, and unless they do some new law stuff real soon here, and they've only got a two and a half weeks left of the year, that is going away. So that's, to me, that's unfortunate. Um, the premium tax credit, that's that crazy, and I call it Obamacare. I think it's called the AMA, ADA, AMA, don't ask me. It was back in 2014. It's the biggest, one of the bigger ripoffs that ever occurred from, quote, our government. I don't lay claim to our government, but maybe you do. So I'll continue with tax law changes. I got a lot of interesting business-related news, but I always make it related, don't I? I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA. Stay tuned. I'll be right back on Business Buzz. This message reaches a million people or more every week. Spreading the gospel is more than one voice speaking to a million. It is and must continue to be a million voices, each speaking to one, pointing them to our friend Jesus. The Lutheran Hour with Dr. Michael Ziegler. The Lutheran Hour, Saturday and Sunday at 1.30 here on KKXX. When was the Ice Age? This is Ken Ham celebrating Christmas at the Ark Encounter and Creation Museum. Yesterday, we learned that, yes, there was an ice age, but only one, not many, like secular scientists suggest. But when was this ice age? Well, it was caused by the effects of the global flood of Noah's day. This flood occurred around 4,300 years ago. So the ice age began relatively soon after that and lasted a few hundred years. Interestingly, Job, who lived around the time of Abraham, often mentions snow, ice, and hail throughout his book. But this isn't weather he would normally see where he lived. Perhaps Job was describing the Ice Age. When we start with the history recorded in God's Word, we can explain what we see in the world. Join us in northern Kentucky for our free Christmas events at the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum. Plan your visit at AnswersRadio.com. That's AnswersRadio.com. America, bless God. Fellow Americans, your hearing this admonition establishes that you are one who cares for the America that has been so blessed by Almighty God. We implore you to embrace the laws of nature and of nature's God, to read and know the Constitution. Join with other moral and religious people and organizations to foster the blessings of liberty for ourselves and our posterity. America, bless God. Welcome back to Business Buzz. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA. Happy that you're able to join me. I try to keep you informed with various topics on Business Buzz, but when you really think about it, I've probably got four or five main topics that I rehash, but that's, that's what comes to my mind when I think about business I mean, business itself, when you think about it, really hasn't changed over hundreds of years. You, you get an idea, you have a service or a product, you figure out how to bring that product or service to the customer base that you are looking for, you get it to them, and hopefully you make a profit. In other words, you earn, take in more than you spend. One of the things I remember a lot when my dad was a, he was a tax guy, but he was in business my whole life uh, until he is no longer with us. But I remember he always used to say, you know what, just pay other people for what they do. They'll pay you for what you do and everybody will do just fine. I, there's some people, I mean, more power to them. I'm not criticizing them, but there's some people who will spend four hours on the weekend, uh, f- you know, fixing their own car because it's too expensive to go to the car shop. I mean, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but how much is your hour worth? If you change your own oil and you spend two hours, do I don't know how long it takes. If you spend two hours getting the stuff, doing it, jacking your car up, unless you enjoy doing it, and you could have paid 50 or $60 for an oil change next door, is your time worth 25 or $30, or is it worth less than that, or is it worth more? That's the way I look at things. Of course, no one ever taught me how to change my oil, but I just think, you know, you might think about just, you know, utilizing other people's skills and eventually they'll utilize yours. But I can't speak for everyone, and I'm sure it's fun to do that if you're into that. But it's just the idea that if you pay other people to do things, they'll pay you to do what you know how to do best. And that's kind of the whole theory of business and how it all goes around. So there's another article I found. Yahoo Finance got into a pretty good analysis of 2022, and the part they pointed out is that with inflation raging, the tax brackets and the limits on things have really gone up. So a lot of things in the tax law are called bracketed for inflation. So in other words, if the low tax bracket starts at X in 2021, It's going to be starting, it's going to be ending at quite a bit of a higher number in 2022 because of the bracket expanding due to inflation. That also plays the opposite way. People earning Social Security are getting like 9% more to keep up with inflation. It's not like you're getting wealthy with that. I understand. I know that. But at least they are giving more based on the fact that inflation is raging and. Some of the numbers, I'm not going to bore you with a bunch of numbers here, but tax brackets increase for all filing statuses. This is from Yahoo Finance. Um, let see what else. So the IRA amount for 2022 is still 6000 for people under 50. And seven thousand dollars per year for people over fifty. And there's an, uh there's some complicated stuff with IRAs. I'm not going to get into that over the over the radio. Not real complicated, but too complicated for the radio. Uh, there's some Roth IRA income limits. I'm not going to get into that right now. One thing that did change from 2018, I'll mention it real quick, from 2017 and back, if you had a high income year, like a capital gain or something on a sale of land or something, they would restrict your itemized deductions. And that limitation is not included in this new law that came in in 2018. Now that new law in 2018 ends after 2025. So we have 22 through 25, if it isn't extended, it's going to expire. And we're going to go back to higher tax brackets and lower business write-offs and basically everybody paying more tax. Almost everyone pays less tax on the new 2018 law than they did in the old 2017 and prior law. That's not my opinion. That's a fact because I do hundreds of tax returns, and almost all of them had a reduction in tax liability. Their refund might not have gone up, but that's because they didn't withhold enough because the withholding tables changed a bit. But their actual tax paid did go down for at least 90% of my clients. And I probably have a pretty good cross-section of a basic client list as far as what types of clients. So there's some changes for businesses, um, but some of the energy credits for businesses, I'm not going to get into all that here on Business Buzz. So there, I mean, there's always some changes, but it's not a big deal. Now, one thing I mentioned, the charities, the little 300 and 600 extra bonus deduction they gave is gone in 2022. But I found an article, if you're interested in charities, if you are a charity or you're interested in donating to a charity, you need to know these things. There are, if you are itemizing, you can deduct your charitable contributions, and it's a pretty high limit. So uh, that is still available. The, one, the biggest charitable donation break you can make, if you're itemizing already, and that's a caveat, so don't go doing this without consulting a tax professional uh, like myself or one of the many other good ones in Chico, there's lots of them. You can donate an appreciated property and get a really big tax break. So I'll just give you a real quick rundown on that. Let's say you have some, I don't even know what stocks are up right now. I I used to say Amazon, but I know that's gone down. A lot of them have gone way down. If I know Facebook and Meta are way down. Let's just say you have a stock that is double what you paid. So let's say You paid $1,000 for some shares, and now it's worth $2,000. And you want to donate $2,000 to your church or synagogue or mosque. You can, instead of donating, instead of selling the stock and paying tax on that capital gain of the $1,000 gain, and then writing them a check for $2,000, you can donate directly the stock itself to the church they can sell it for no gain because they're a nonprofit, and well, I'm not going to get into doing the taxes for a church because it is a specialty that I don't specialize in. But I'm pretty sure they can sell that stock for no gain. I mean, no tax, and you get a deduction for the full two thousand of the stock without ever having to list the gain of a thousand that you made after you bought it. It's a huge win-win. It's got a few limitations that are weird, but most people don't run into that. I will just say, if you're already itemizing and you want to do charities, charity deductions, or if you are a charity and you want to encourage people you know to donate to you, you need to know the rule about gifting of appreciated property. Very important. Time flies on Business Buzz. At least it does for me. I hope it does for you. I'm glad you can spend part of your busy day with me. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA. Stay tuned to Business Buzz. I'll be right back. Millions of animals are abandoned, and more than a million are euthanized before they can be rescued. Organizations like American Humane are working to harness the healing power of the human-animal bond, as animals can be trained as life-saving service and therapy dogs to help veterans, the elderly, and children with special needs to overcome the obstacles of everyday life. To find out how you can help give animals, and the people they help, a new leash on life, please visit AmericanHumane.org. What is hope? Hope to me was just that he would get to come home. I had no idea how hard it would be once he got back. I wish she'd stop drinking so much. She thinks it's helping, but it's not. I act like I don't care if he comes to my games, but I hope he does. I hoped he'd get help. He told me to stop asking. I didn't. Then one day he asked for a ride. Hope is knowing there are other families just like yours, that the veterans they love got help and recovered. Go to maketheconnection.net and turn hope into action. Welcome back to Business Buzz. I'm Harold Littlejohn CPA, finishing up a lovely Chico afternoon. Once in a while you get a break from the rain and hopefully we'll get enough rain to get rid of the drought, but at least today we're looking good. Not quite Christmas, but beautiful day. One other thing about gifts. I was talking, those were gifts. I call them charitable contributions. Those were to nonprofits. But the other item of gifting that you need to know, and some of your relatives may be happy you learned this, you can give to relatives, friends, anybody you want. If you don't give a value over 17, and the new law for 2023 is it's up to $17,000. You can give up to $17,000 to people and not report it anywhere. It's not income to them. It's not a deduction for you. And you don't even have to tell anybody you did it. If you're interested in trying to gift something to relatives or friends, learn the rules because it's pretty liberal. Let's say, I'll just use a quick example let's say you're a married couple and you have a child that's married and you want to give them money for like a house down payment or something. If you take money from your joint account and send it to their joint account, and of course you have to decide whether you want to do that legally and whose money is it and all the usual caveats I throw in there because this is not financial advice. I'm just telling you what I think. The law allows you to give $68,000 that way because you have 17,000 going four ways. If you don't understand what that means, uh, you need to look it up. But if a joint account of two people goes into a joint account of two other people as a gift, you can give $68,000 in 2023 and not have to report it course, don't go doing that without consulting a professional, but that is the way it works. So that's a good, uh, that's a good saver. That'll help, help out some family members. A lot of times people discuss it sort of as an early inheritance. You might have two children, uh, one of whom doesn't need any help at all, but one of whom really does and call it an early inheritance and if you pass away they adjust that sixty-eight thousand that you gave somebody out of what they get later but they need it now more than they need it later and that's sort of the way the theory works on those now before we leave the subject of tax i did want to mention sales tax because they have really sharpened up the sales tax the last couple of years especially since COVID. What I noticed first, what I really noticed first is about 10 years ago, Amazon, maybe five or six, I don't remember how many years ago, Amazon didn't used to charge sales tax all the time if you had an out-of-state seller coming to, sending stuff to California. uh, Now they do. So sales tax, Amazon picked up on it a few years ago eBay picked up on it probably two years ago. In the old days, it was up to you to report on your California tax return. If you bought anything you use in California and didn't pay sales tax, like an item from eBay, uh, you needed to report that and pay the called use tax, like the sales tax the states all got on to places like eBay and Poshmark and Amazon and now they collect the tax before you get your thing item shipped so now if you buy something from an out of state person you do pay the sales tax uh, when you make your eBay payment now that's a good time saver so later you don't have to be somebody having you don't have to keep track of it and send it in on your own that was really a paperwork nightmare. Now it's done automatically. The main thing is the states are getting their revenue and they're happy about it. And there has been a couple of Supreme Court cases that said, yes, it's okay to do that. I believe the big one, I believe it was from a place called Wayfair versus South Dakota. Uh, Don't quote me on that, but Some big case that said, yeah, you know, it's funny, the Supreme Court always comes up with just the right case for just what people want. And they always seem to take that one and blow off the rest. But uh, not an attorney, not a judge, not a Supreme Court judge, and I don't play one on television, though I would like to. That'd be a great... When are they going to have a... They need to have a sitcom. Okay, this is my idea, so I'm claiming it. They need to have a sitcom all about the Supreme Court. I think I might hire someone to write a screenplay. I don't have time to do it myself, but I think I just stumbled upon a great idea. What do you think? Be honest, or, or don't be. Well, it's kind of late in the day for local news, so I'm going to save this for next time. So what I did want to do is I always want to touch on some of my favorite subjects. And we have a thing coming up at some point, maybe, maybe next month, maybe next year, maybe 10 years from now. Nobody knows. It's going to be called, it's going to be remembered as the Great Reset. I think it has something to do with cryptocurrencies called CBDCs, central bank digital currencies. I think cash is going to go by the wayside. And if you've been listening to Business Buzz, you know how I feel. But I did find an interesting article I thought I'd share here at the the end of Business Buzz today. Send you off on a positive note. Well, Actually, none of this is very positive, is it? But, of course, you can make a positive out of anything. That's what I try to do. So I found an article from a place called clearjunction.com, and it's called The History of Paper Money. So I just thought I'd look through it. So it says, by the 11th century during the Song Dynasty, this is, I believe this is in China, about 1,100 years ago, Jiozi, a a form of banknote that is widely regarded as the world's first paper money by numismatists, and those are coin collectors, was being officially printed and issued. There was a shortage of copper from which coins were struck around the year 960, so the government i got to quit being a tightwad. I'm printing paper on both sides, and it makes it hard to turn the page. It's because I'm a tightwad. Sorry. Over the next couple of centuries, the idea of paper money became so central to the economy that the Song government built factories in various Chinese cities to exclusively print the banknotes. According to Joseph Needham's Science and Civilization in China, that's a book, By 1175, a factory at Hangzhou employed over a 1,000 workers, although it was still some time before the idea of paper money spread across China and was instead restricted to specific areas of the empire. This changed between 1265 and 1274 when the Song Dynasty issued a national paper currency standard. Excuse me, I have to turn my page. Uh, Oh, backed by gold or silver. Hey, and now we're talking. Paper money was now firmly established to the extent that the designs of banknotes were often deliberately intricate to prevent forgery and counterfeiting. And it says the idea takes hold in Europe. So I want to just stop right there because we're getting short on time. What's interesting is I've talked about derivatives in the past and I've explained the definition of a derivative and that there's a few quadrillion dollars of derivatives ready to bring down our entire system. I'm not sure when. If I did I'd be I'd be rich. But the interesting thing to remember is paper money is a derivative. Now up until I guess nineteen thirty three I'm not a Expert on the older years of these laws, but I'm I think I know. But up till like 1933, of course, they still had gold coins back then. The interesting thing was a gold certificate was a derivative of gold, and up until I believe the early 70s, a silver certificate was a derivative of silver. Remember, a derivative. Is anything based on the price of something else? That is the key to paper money. It's only good until it's not good. Intrinsically, it's only worth, they say, the paper it's printed on. I've told you before, the average paper money in history lasts 27 years. Ours has been 50... I believe 51 years, because Nixon severed the gold connection to our currency in 1971. Not that there was ever any gold around. Uh, Did you know that Fort Knox has not been audited since the 1950s? When our government, our, I use our in quotes, when our government says they have 8.5 tons, 8,500 tons of gold, I believe they say it's at Fort Knox, West Point, and Denver, probably under the Denver airport, from what I've read. That gold has not been audited for over 65 years. So there's a good chance there is no gold owned by the United States. But the main thing I'm saying is that our currency... As a what they call a fiat currency, which means let there be light, fiat lux, let there be money, fiat currency, it's 51 years old. So it's pushing double the historical average of a time period that paper money does not go to zero. So that's why I wanted to uh, share that article. If you want to look up a place called clearjunction.com. It's called The History of Paper Money. It's actually pretty interesting. I'm going to read some more of it. I don't have time today on Business Buzz. You can read it, though. And the other article I have, which I may visit next time, I'm not sure. Depends how depressed I want everybody to be. I've got an article called this, and you can look this one up and get a head start on me. It's called Top 7 Worst Cases of Currency Hyperinflation in History. And the latest one is in Venezuela just a couple years ago. So I think those articles are very interesting. And the reason I think it's important is that everything you own in a bank or a stock account or an IRA or uh, anywhere you have a paper statement where they send you and tell you how much you, quote, own, that's a derivative it's representing something, and it's not actually that. There is no gold in the bank vaults of the bank where you have your bank account. If there is, it's each ounce is claimed by 3,000 other owners, so uh, you're never going to get it. Everything's a derivative other than a couple things that I've mentioned on Business Buzz before. This is a quiz. What? are the two things I talk about on Business Buzz that are not derivatives. That'll be for next week, if I remember. Well, thanks a lot for listening to Business Buzz. I really appreciate it. I'm Harold Littlejohn, CPA. I will be back next time. Have a great week. Enjoy your holiday season. Make it a good one. I'll talk with you next time on Business Buzz. Thank you very much. You know, if you feel like you're stuck with a healthcare plan that isn't affordable or you simply just don't like how it works, well, right now, during open enrollment, is a perfect time to switch to MediShare. The typical family saves $500 a month when they join MediShare, and what's more, they like it. MediShare has double the customer satisfaction rate compared to the industry, that's double. And MediShare is the most trusted name in healthcare sharing. It's been around for 30 years. It's shared more than $4 billion in healthcare bills. And here's why now is the perfect time to make the switch. If you join Metashare Complete by January 1st, they will waive your new member fees and you'll save an additional 10% off your first year. That's right, no fee to join, 10% off every month for all of next year. But again, it's a limited time offer So, yeah, you're not stuck. You've got a great option. Call now 844 91 Bible. That's 844 91 Bible. 844 91 Bible.